Welcome to Help a Girl Out. I'm Rachel. You probably forgot who I am, but it's casual. I'm joined by my darling, darling, darling Katie. Katie, how is it going? Um, it's going well. How How is it going over there? You know, it's just casual. Thunder down under. It's <laughs> <laughs> Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o and be sure to add our podcast Help a Girl Out in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. So to everyone who is tuning in, let's just cut to the chase. You probably thought Katie and I were dead. Newsflash, we're not. Or you thought we just gave up on podcasting. Newsflash, we didn't. Wrong, wrong. We would never. Uh, The truth is, it has just been a really crazy few months. Uh, And I think we recorded our last episode in January sometime. And everything was casual, but then life just got really, really, really insane for both of us. And we kept trying to record and then things would happen. And then we'd each be taking a nap because we're grandmas and we're tired and it just got a little out of control, but we wanted to wait to launch season two until we were really ready. And we're still probably not ready, but here we are anyway, we're going for it all in. It's casual. It's under control. So thank you for being patient and sticking with us. We know that you've spent the last three and a half months just on the edge of your seat, waiting, waiting very, very hard, very patiently, um, because this season is going to be a wild one. Katie, what is the main focus of this season going to be? Can you give us a little hint? Um, hmm. I've been really into haikus lately, so I'm going to see if I can come up with a a haiku about season two. Okay, all right. I'll give you a a little bit of time just to do a haiku. So haiku is, what is it? It's five, seven, five? No, did I make that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. Correct. Okay, all right. Okay, you come up with one and I'm going to, no, I can't think of one. That's too hard for me it's too stressful i'm nervous i'm better oh are you ready oh wow katie for everyone who can't see which is everyone she has these really sexy white nails on and they're really long and i really want them and i'm watching her like count the syllables on her nails and i'm just getting all hot and bothered but it's fine minor minor detail okay i might have just forgotten it but i'm gonna i'm just gonna go with it all right Hit me with your best haiku, Katie. Wine tours will happen. Storytelling will unfold. <laughs> I love Trevor. Yeah. Oh! Boom, boom, boom. Whoa. That was out of control. Okay, I really like that, Katie. I'm honestly 
really impressed with your haiku abilities. I haven't done that since I was in second grade, but I'm glad to see that you're keeping up with it at the age of 25. Oh yeah, haikus and acrostic poems. That's kind of my uh my my weapon lately. Okay, that's what I was going to say is that I'm a, I'm real good at the acrostic poems. Uh I used to make them. We had this journal in third grade where we had a journal every day in the book, you know, and I used to write name poems. I would call them name poems because that was a bit easier uh, for everybody that I met, like my family and everything. And one time <laughs> I wrote this really embarrassing diary entry where I would, but I would do things like I was so desperate to use every letter that I would write really weird things like ice cream lover instead of just intelligent. I would just have to make it that they're a lover of something. I like one that more. Than just, you know, just plain old nice, cute. Well, yeah, I can get I can get a little more intense than that. But one time, um, someone that I know I wrote in I wrote something about ovaries in this journal. And anyway, as a third grader, I didn't really know what ovaries were, clearly. <laughs> And anyway, I wrote about <laughs> about someone having to have surgery on their ovaries. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you put like ovarian cyst? Yeah. So anyway, oh my, my God, teacher that's was so like, good. <laughs> "Yeah, it, it was. It was like we had to go up and." <laughs> that's what you put for the ovaries. Yeah, I'm gonna steal that. I want to make an acrostic poem, and you just list your medical problems. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Anxiety uh, is for acne. (laughs) Now, in my defense, I, I mean, I think it's good for kids to learn about actual body parts instead of calling things like cookie and like I just think that's more of a thing that people are talking about now is that you actually need to teach like what body parts are but I was just a bit ahead of the game with my ovary lessons uh and sooner or later I eventually found out (laughs) what those were when I got my first damn period and it's been so horrible ever since but it uh, it was just a little early, I think, and all the boys were like, what's that? And then I was up in front of the class reading about this situation, and it was really cute. But I was, I always kind of did that as a child, uh, where I I would just kind of misunderstand certain things. We don't need to go down the path of, of when I misunderstood uh, what sleeping together meant, but it's fine. <laughs> Let's just say my father should not have showed me the movie four weddings in a funeral when i was seven (laughs) probably wasn't the best move thanks kurt peace out but anyway that was my kind of cute little journal entry with my name poems but if you got a name poem for me you were damn lucky and if anybody wants one i'll consider it i want one i want one i'm just gonna say it i want i want an acrostic poem about me Okay, well, you came up with a haiku on demand, and I can come up with a acrostic poem on demand. So, K-A-T-I-E. K is cool, like K-E-W-L. Cool. <laughs> okay. All right. 
A is, uh, uh, okay, I said I was really good at this, and I'm not. A is, go. oh, I know, A is attractive snuba diver. Ooh. Okay, that's pretty good. T is tour guide assistant. Ooh, ooh, yes. Oh, yes, okay. I is in search of dominoes. Mm-hmm, that's true. And finishing it up on E is going to be, oh gosh, this is so hard. Um, E is going to be excellent date finder <laughs> because I, I just feel like you can really find some excellent dates out there. And even if it's not a romantic date, I just feel like you really find some excellent people to hang out with. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was actually pretty good. You dropped the ball a little bit on like two of the letters, but three of them were solid. So I'll give okay, it to you. okay. What were the two that you didn't like? <laughs> e and what was the other one? Uh, K. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. All right, but see, you had to start out. You had to start out kind of slow and soft, and then you had to go in with the punches. Like, oh yeah, got that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna so, make one for you and text it to you. Okay. I have a feeling it might be a little uh, not safe for work. Yeah, now that came up. <laughs> just minor details, very minor details. Uh, but yeah, so it's just kind of funny what kids think of, you know, as appropriate and what, you know, obviously Katie thought it was appropriate to make a paper mache of her mom's head. So we all have different things that we, we, <laughs> view, <laughs> we view as must do as children. And it's fine. But uh, why are we talking about name poems? Where did the oh haikus season two? Okay, it's all coming back together now. So yes, as Katie revealed in her beautiful haiku, we are going to dedicate a good chunk of season two to our absolute best wine tour stories because we talk a lot about wine tours. I feel like we tease it a lot. We're, we're big teasers. We're like, oh, wine tours. Oh, sophistication. Oh, wow. But we really don't actually get into the details yet. And you're probably all wondering what these two girls talk a really big game, but I haven't seen any action with their wine tours. Well, that's all about to change because Katie and I decided that out of the 20 million wine tours we've been on, we can't just pick one. We're going to go through every single wine tour, and whether you like it or not, you're going to have to relive it with us, and you will see the progression of... Yes, Katie? I have some good news, and I have some bad news. Uh Uh-oh. What? We're recapping our wine tours, but we have actually gone on wine tours without the other. Hey, when did you go on a wine tour without me? (laughs) When I was in Portland, remember? When did you go to Portland? Uh, not this fall, but the fall before. Didn't I tell you about that? Katie, you never told me about this. You went, you are a wine tour cheater. Okay. <laughs> you went and you had Trevor as your guide okay. without me. All right. Fine, fine, fair, fair. I'll take that one. And then Wait, while, so- while I'm at it, um... I have one scheduled for June, um, and I just want to get it off my chest. And where is that scheduled for? 
Napa. No! Katie, no! No, no! That's it. I'm going to reveal the truth about what happened in Napa. (laughs) (laughs) What happens in Napa stays in Napa. I've never seen such panic on your face. Okay, but um, I will not be revisiting the Kianyu winery. Um, Pretty sure you're not allowed to. So, (laughs) (laughs) Not anything against them. They're amazing. They're great. Their wine was a 12 out of 10. It just wouldn't be a good moral decision. No, no, we can't. We can't go back there. Okay, so are you... Okay, well, listen, Katie. You go ahead and do that. That's fine. But it better not be as fun as the one that we went on. I'm just throwing it out there. There's no way it it could be because there's... One, you're not there. Okay, thank you. Two, Mike. Oh, yeah. Dave. What's your name? Don't really... I don't even remember which one was correct. Um, There's no way they give me that many croissants. I guarantee COVID did, you know, mess with the croissant count. When did we have croissants? I totally don't you remember the basket, the basket full of, I have pictures of me with like five (laughs) croissants and uh, spoiler, it led to something later in the day. (laughs) Wait, did we have croissants with our mimosas? I feel like I low-key would have skipped them to be like, I just want a mimosa because I was really trying to get to that picture. I did not the croissant and I probably ate one for everyone on the limo bus oh my god I can't okay so as you can tell Katie and I have this bit of like love-hate relationship with each other and with wine tours because it doesn't feel right being on a wine tour without the other person but it's also like we don't want the other one to miss out on a wine tour opportunity so Katie as long as we do a wine I will I will allow you your Napa experience as long as you go on a wine tour with me for my bachelorette party, even if we're the only two standing. That seems like a very fair deal. Cool. Then, then it's all good. So we, I think we have a few each without each other, but obviously our favorites are with each other. If you could tell just from a little glimpse with that, with that combo, uh, the Napa one definitely takes the cake in terms of like craziness it was um, wild. It was wild. And yeah. shout out to Lily, who um, is a frequent listener, but she also was on the tour with us. And um, we owe you one. Yeah, we owe Lily and basically everyone who was within 250 miles of San Francisco that day. A major <laughs> apology. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, Lily still said that she would like to do it again sometime. So that's for real. We're actually thinking of starting Help a Girl Out Wine Tours, um, where we basically just get together and see where the day brings us. And, you know, it's all about those forest floor tones and hints of pear. My dream job is literally to, like, be a professional wine tour attendee. And so basically I can, like, mold myself to match the group's energy. So... If they're younger, they're fun, they're looking for a good time, I'll go in and I'll drink with them and I'll make it fun. I'll make it pop and we'll have a good time. If I go with like the, you know, maybe more mature, older folks, then right, I'm I'm classy and I'm and I'm sipping the wine and I'm smelling it and I'm explaining all the flavors and all the smells and ooh, just a just a hint of forest floor on the nose there, or ooh, I can tell that that's oaky. 
oh, I, I know those barrels. Those <laughs> barrels are there. And they're wooden. Like, I'll, I just want to do that professionally. Um, so I'm trying to make it happen. But um, the wine tour business is having a rough year. So um, maybe now's not the right time to make that career switch. But eventually, um, I'm also thinking of even starting my own if need be. And I also want to start like a dating show, um, like a reality show where I go or other people too, I guess, go on dates, blind dates, and it's a wine tour date. Because you really, if anyone who's been on a wine tour knows you get to know everybody really well. So I figure what better way to see the real me and for me to see the real you than on a wine tour. Oh, Katie, you are, I mean, we already knew this, but you are speaking my language. I am in 100% full support of Katie's wine tour dreams. I think she has real potential. I mean, I've only been on like you know, eight wine tours with her and everyone is so incredible. And I think that if anyone has the ability to pull, to pull off this career switch, it's Katie. Like, I think the transition would just be so smooth. And I I mean, I really think she could juggle it with the 900 other things she does, including learning a new language, like every other day. Uh, I, I think that Katie's really got it under control. And I think that everyone uh, would really appreciate like a wine tour experience with us because we have a lot of tips for you because we've learned along the way. Like we were amateurs back in the day, absolute amateurs. Just babies. Yeah, we were like, Oh, what's that bucket for? Oh, these these samples are really small. What's oh. a charass? Yeah, like come on, girls, get it into high gear. But we're here to support you whether you're starting out really small and you're like, what's a wine tour? Because I was there one time. I was once where you are. Or if you think that you're an expert on wine, just you wait until you get on a tour with us. Because all I'm gonna tell you is you need to buckle up. And if you're picky. You only like reds? Cool. I'll drink your whites. You only like whites? That's not a problem. The reds go down easily for me. <laughs> Think you're only into sparkling? Also, that's something that you should probably know. Um, it's called sparkling unless it's from France, right? Yes, that's correct, Katie. Yep, there's a little tip for you. Use that because some people don't use it correctly. Yeah, and there's nothing like being on a wine tour and, and showing, you know, letting your amateur side out next to a bunch of experts. Although one time it did give me a free glass, so we're going to just keep rolling. She is so enthusiastic that they always give her free tastings. Like we did, um, also, if you pick the good tour, like the one in Hunter Valley, Sydney, Australia, um, they include a visit to a uh, vodka distillery. Super, super fun. We'll get into that. They had tons of flavors, but because Rachel will get so excited no matter what the flavor was. He literally could have been like um, toothpaste mint and she would go, oh my goodness. And so then he'd always give her double. He'd like kind of make a little like smile at her and go, you know, just like under the, you know, secretive, like Rachel's getting another one. But that was happening with like all of the flavors. So Rachel was definitely on another level. 
<laughs> all because she'd get excited. So she's she definitely yeah. can accompany me in the professional wine tourism business. Oh, 100%. And I mean, I think that's a, a real tip. Well, I mean, I, I can't go into too many details too early on. But I would highly recommend if you're going on a wine tour in the next week or so, before our next episode comes out where we talk about our very first wine tour, and I mean, we go into real detail, I would just highly recommend drawing out that inner enthusiasm. Like, just fake it till you make it, okay? Be enthusiastic. Enjoy the experience. Let yourself soak in the tannins and all that stuff because then you might get some free wine. I mean, a wine tour is already expensive enough. I mean, it's worth every penny, but you want to make the most of it. Absolutely. You, you need to just dive deep and, and don't be one of those people who goes to a wine tour and goes, oh, I don't like wine because newsflash, you need to leave. Couldn't be more true. Also, you know what I just thought about? I thought about that thing you brought into Tokar <laughs> that we had to go do. <laughs> oh my god, Katie, that is so embarrassing. I wouldn't. I don't think I would do that now. I oh, think... no, that was reckless behavior. That was twenty. We were twenty-two at the time, though. That was. Oh yeah. We were young. We were like. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm 25 now. That what that doesn't fly for grandma. That wouldn't happen. No, I mean that was pre-Napa. So basically, it was all a giant uphill climb to Napa, and then we died, and then it was like, yeah, okay, bye, and that was it. And we haven't drank together since. <laughs> Actually, have we not? I don't. No, I've only I've only seen you once since Napa. Was it at Perkins? <laughs> yeah, we went from partying in Napa Valley to. Good old Perkins. We always meet up at Perkins. We love Perkins. Good old Perkins is is the absolute party hotspot. Like, just come give me the Perkins and it's all going to be okay. So, yeah, I think everybody has a lot to look forward to with with our season two. We really genuinely appreciate everyone who has listened to season one and who has just connected with us on Instagram. Also, shout out to those who bought our merch. Oh my gosh, absolutely. That was still probably would go down as like, okay, my engagement was like, you know, <laughs> excitement level 100. And when the first person, uh, hashtag Gabby, bought our merch, it was like excitement level 99. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. My exci- my engagement was, Nick will be like, I can't believe you said that. My, engage- my engagement was obviously the most exciting day of my life, even though I was wearing a freaking Christmas tree. Um, but that's, you know, minor details. Uh, but the merch seriously was really exciting. And we're going to come out with some new hot looks. Oh, yeah. Um, you, you know, now that hopefully the COVID situation is starting to improve in many places and we can start kind of rocking some some outfits. Um, but we're really, really excited for season two. We think it'll be a wild ride. And I mean, obviously, we're not going to only talk about wine tours because, I mean, obviously, wine tours are like basically the biggest part of our lives and our friendships. But we understand that some people don't drink for whatever reason. We still think you could enjoy a wine tour. You could just be pretty you know, kind of good lunch. Nice oh, yeah. People, fun atmosphere. Yeah. Obviously, there are people who do not drink alcohol for whatever reason, and we totally support that. 
but I don't think that that means you can't go on a wine tour. My issue is when you go on a wine tour and there's people who do drink, but they're like, I just don't like wine. I just hate everything. And I'm like, why are you trying to kill my tour vibe? Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, like, hand it over then. Yeah. Some of us, some of us aren't getting enough out of the 16 free tastings at each winery. Yeah. Some of us need 17 number. So we really will actually go into helpful detail about how to prepare for a wine tour. Um, wine tours for if you're drinking versus if you're sober, even though we've never been sober on a wine tour, but we have been for the first hour, and I think we have some helpful hints. Um, but no, really, <laughs> really, from we've gotten to know our drivers really well, who are obviously sober. Um, although I really don't remember our nice driver from Napa. Oh, I do. I have photo photos of he and I together. Remember, remember at lunch when he had like the chef hat on in the apron and oh, he yeah. made those chocolate covered strawberries. <laughs> he was so cute. Yeah. He, what was his name? Ooh, I bet That's I say it in the one. video. I bet I say it in the video, but it was, it was kind of exotic. It was kind of mm. like fun and cruisy. <laughs> Wait, you have a video of that day? That can't be good. Well, actually, I did, but I haven't accessed my Snapchat in, like, 10 years. So, <gasps> did I lose all my videos? Oh, no, I should log back into Snapchat. Because those were pretty epic. You know, everybody was dancing on the bus, and we were calling everybody by the wrong name. And it was all so <laughs> cute and hip and fun. I just remember when some Dave, Mike, whatever his name was, was going through the aisle. And it was like an older, fun, beachy, like, song. It was, it was, uh, I think it was, it was either Margaritaville or it's five o'clock somewhere. I was I, thinking of, do you like pina coladas? Oh, it's that, yes. <laughs> oh, it was so great. It was, it was so great. Oh, you guys, I just wish everyone in the world could go on a wine tour with me and Rachel <laughs> because we are ready for you and we will have so much fun. Except, we will. except there's one person that doesn't need to come. <laughs> Been there, yeah. done that. Uh, hard pass. <laughs> Though shall not be named, we will come up with a code name for the story. Uh, but, but you know, Katie and I can really get along with anyone on a wine tour. I, at least, I mean, I feel like we think we get along really well. I don't know if they really like us. I mean, I think they like us, but then sometimes I wonder if they're like, these girls are kind of crazy. No, but I think, I think by the end of the I day, they like us. We have like a glow up moment. Like, I think they don't care for us or are indifferent about us in the beginning. About midway through, you know, feelings are developing, the atmosphere is changing, lots of things are going down. And then by the end of the day, you know, we're doing <laughs> hugs from behind. Yeah, and we're and and we're we're exchanging phone numbers. They're telling us to come visit them and they're on their farm. <laughs> yes, they're trying to set us up with um their sons and nephews and grandchildren and, in some situations sneak peek or i guess like tip i don't know you can meet um famous people on wine tours we met a former olympic champion 
um, which we'll get into when we recap that specific tour. But yeah, so like, don't limit your options. Yeah, you can also meet ASU moms. That's pretty fun. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh because that's probably me in 20 years. That's me. So I really shouldn't laugh about that. That's a good one. It's just really fun. A A wine tour is fun because it's like, you know, you go to a party and it's like two or three hours and it's like, yeah, okay. But a wine tour is an extended party with a fancy catered lunch in the middle of it. Like it just, and every wine tour, I mean, I'm a firm believer in, I think that people who don't want to go to a place because they've already been there are real snobs. I think that they are just snob. Like I would never be like, oh, well, I've already been to Napa. So if the opportunity comes up, I don't want to go there. Like I, I understand that you might want to see new places. So you might, if you had the choice between going to say, napa or going to i can't think of any other wine region because that's the only one that comes to my mind now if you're going to temecula yes, temecula yeah okay temecula like if someone was like i would still say uh sonoma napa because that shit is real but if you had the choice between you know going somewhere you've gone and somewhere you haven't been before i can respect that you might want to go to a place you've never been before but for people that are like oh no i'm too good for that place i've already been there i'm like really you can always have a new experience in that place i completely agree with that train of thought and actually like you never um like see everything and do everything and see all the best places when you've been somewhere like you could go i mean maybe if you've been there like over seven times than I would say but if you're going to these like awesome resort tourist tourism places chances are you haven't seen all there is to see so I don't know why someone would want to have like that type of mindset where I've gone places and I'm like oh the next time I'm here I can't wait to go try this and that and those and these you know like I even feel that way about Minnesota still oh yeah uh, I I every day I'm like oh I see someone's picture on Instagram I'm like <gasps> I want to go there and then I cry a little bit but you know that's a minor detail but yeah I think that it's just about having an open mind and looking forward to meeting new people if you're into drinking drinking new wine but even if you're not you can go and still have an amazing time and you can laugh at the drunken antics of other idiots like myself and Katie and I also know a tour with a tour guide that does a little for everybody and um I don't want to spoil too much but he has a uh, a little brunch picnic laid out with homemade goods and your choice of tea and how you take it so I'm just saying he someone is incorporating things for all oh absolutely uh, and and I mean you can always get uh, is there non-alcoholic wine? There is non-alcoholic wine. But th- doesn't that just seem a little odd, though? Like, either drink wine or not drink wine. Like, why are we making products like that? <laughs> I feel like, wow. who, who is that good for? Because <laughs> if someone's trying not to drink wine, I don't think drinking fake wine, I don't know. I don't know. That's just, so I, clearly- I Clearly, we've hit a sore spot with Katie. I almost said a horror spot. Clearly, we clearly we hit a sore spot with Katie because she cannot imagine her life without wine. So, so the the concept of fake wine is really upsetting her. Katie, I used to have fake wine when I was underage. 
on New Year's. I'd have fake champagne to get me amped up. Are you talking about like the Welch's grape, sparkling <laughs> grape juice? Don't come at me with Welch's, okay? Welch's is perfectly nice. <laughs> no, I mean, I like that stuff. It tastes really good. But um, that that's, you know, just a personal um, question. Okay, so Katie, now you're not really crazy about beer. Am I correct in saying that? Actually, I'm starting to like it. <laughs> Here you go. The tides are turning. Well, okay, I could have you do a cake stand if you'd like. I need to be taught from the best. <laughs> well, you're speaking to her, so it's okay. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> we don't have to talk about that day. Um, but with beer, would you would you have a, a no alcohol beer? What I drink in NA beer? A no alcohol beer, yes. I I don't understand why I would need to. <laughs> well, I'm just no, it's a real thing. It's it's important for people who don't drink for whatever reason, but non alcoholic beer is becoming quite popular. Oh yeah. I mean my mom was super into it, but I I guess there's people who just don't want to drink. And I understand that. And I don't think they're the ones gravitating towards fake alcohol. <laughs> and then there's people who are trying not to drink and are doing so by the means of fake alcohol, where I just think, like, isn't that still kind of, like, too close to what you're doing? Okay, okay. Well, I guess I guess it depends on each person. But I think, I think your issue, Katie, is that... Hold on, hold on. It cut out when you said what my issue was. All right. Katie, I think that I I, I can see that the non-alcoholic beer is also turning you upside down a little bit. (laughs) I think that your issue is that you just want to be drunk. So you're never going to be okay with (laughs) non-alcoholic beverages, okay? I just if I'm, if I'm not drinking alcohol, then there's other beverages I'd rather have, you know, like I would want to have coffee or LaCroix or juice or I'm lately. I love those aloe vera drinks. Have you seen those? I'm sorry. Did I find you in the senior living community? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we have water polo scheduled in about five minutes, so I probably have to get going. <laughs> I can actually see you, like, slamming balls in water polo. I've done it before with, <laughs> with uh, a retirement community in Florida, so you know it's legit. <laughs> okay, I would do the water aerobics, though. Like, those are hot. That's fine. I yeah. do those sometimes when I'm and in the And then when you do, like, the, the massage version, <laughs> you're in a circle oh, and you <laughs> Have you ever done that? Yes, that sounds like... Katie and I's future so in 70 years we're going to go on a wine tour one day then we're going to do water polo the next day then we're going to do water aerobics and then by that time they'll probably let us back on our next wine tour it just depends it'll be golden girls gone wild Ooh, I know sounds intriguing doesn't it Ooh, Ooh. so our future is really bright the moral of the story is whether you like wine or not and Katie wasn't really big on wine before our first wine tour so you can learn to like it if you don't drink for whatever reason. Despite Katie's hatred of fake beverages, we do strongly support you if you don't want to drink. We 
have plenty of other tips to help you really enjoy. And a lot of mine tours actually split up into you can go to the zoo for half the day or go to the chocolate factory. So there's a lot of options out there. So we're here to help you season two, help a girl out. We're helping girls. We're helping guys, we're helping everybody, we're helping dogs, just kidding, not dogs, although my dog does have a little wine bottle toy, because, hello, I'm his mother, and that's fitting, uh, we're helping everybody with their, their wine tour dreams and goals and hopes and aspirations, we could all use a little something positive as this crazy world just continues, and we are here to deliver, we're delivering, just like Domino. Oh. So if you have any questions or anything you want to know about wine tours or just life in general, because obviously Katie and I are really great at life. That's a total lie, total sarcasm. I really hope that people understand my sarcasm, my sarcasm. <laughs> that's, that's so weird. My sarcasm. Anyway, I just hope that because I feel like my Minnesota accent sometimes is on the cusp and people can't always understand when I'm being sarcastic. So when I say that Katie and I are killing the game at life, I am being slightly sarcastic. Unless you've seen us on a wine tour, then you'd be like, oh yeah, those girls totally under control. It's fine. And next time we will go into the details on Katie's first trip to Australia and our very first wine tour. But in the meantime, if there's anything you want to know about tours, traveling, wine, navigating tours with friends that's a big one just shoot us a dm let us know and we will be sure to talk about it on our next episode all right season two coming in hot thank you so much for listening we have missed you all we hope you're all staying healthy and safe and living your best lives and we will talk to you all soon thank you for listening to help a girl out see you next time <laughs>